The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Mental Reps Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. And if you are new here, hi, hello. I am the host of this podcast. My name is Deanna, and thank you very much for joining. Uh, Super excited for just the conversation for today. And again, if you are new here, we we do... I say we, it's me. It's just I solo. Um, I do a number of different things with this show, uh, primarily around health and fitness. Uh, Why? Because that is me. That is my passion. That is what I pretty much live and breathe almost every single day. And it's what I love to share. So a lot of health and fitness, whether that's education, personal experience, you know, things in my past that I have learned and grown from, or just some information that, you know, I wish somebody told me when I first started out. So lots of different things. Um, For today's episode, we're actually going a little bit the opposite end of the spectrum and talking less about health and fitness and more about uh, personal experience more about, you know, uh, an experience and and a journey that I have been on um, that I think does coincide with health and fitness quite a bit, but that is confidence. We are discussing my own personal confidence journey and, you know, how to build yours, how how to build your confidence and be able to show up as the person you want to be in and stand on your own two feet, stand with your your chin up and and your eyes straight and just be able to hold your own, um, basically. And it's so interesting to me because... Uh, if you would have told me two years ago, like, hey, yeah, you would have a podcast. First of all, I'd say, no, you, no, I fucking wouldn't. You're you're lying. Absolutely not. And if you were to tell me that I'd be on my podcast talking about how to build confidence, I would have laughed in your face. Like, what what the, what the F even is that? Confidence. Like, I don't know. Never, never in a million years ever have I considered myself a confident person. And it's a lot of the, you know, past experiences, you know, ups and downs, highs and lows that I have gone through that, you know, all of a sudden I'm standing here today and recording this and I'm like, you know what? Hell yeah. You know what? I am confident. I do have an abundance of confidence in myself and my abilities. And I don't think that just, you know, pops up out of thin air. I think you create it. I think anyone and everyone is able to establish their own confidence. I think anyone is able to, you know, break that down or build it up. It's very malleable and it's up to you entirely. I mean, I think that goes without saying for most things, right? It's up to you. If you're not a confident person and you want to become a confident person, that falls on you. If you're not a fit person and you want to become a fit person, that falls on you. I mean, I think this is no different. Um, And I think a lot of people look at confidence like this big, scary beast of, you know, either arrogance or being conceited or it's like, oh, I have no confidence. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not me. Right. And it doesn't have to be one or the other when when you think of it. So uh, I'm very excited just to share my experience a little bit. And let's let's do it, guys. Let's dive right in. Okay, so my my confidence journey, that is uh that's an interesting one mainly because I don't really even to this day really consider myself a very confident person. Um and, and truthfully, I mean people have used so many words to describe me. You know, positive, energetic, friendly, fit, upbeat, you know, confident was never one of them. You go back to anyone in my past life, past relationships, teammates, friends, you know, coworkers, whatever. I think if you were to say, huh, what's three words that describe Deanna? Not a single one of them would have been like, she's so confident. Like that just is not me. It's really not. So I think it was 
it's interesting too, because I actually really never, even to this day, considered myself a confident person. Um, it was only really a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, actually, when I was having a conversation with uh, my friend who informed me, we were talking about something and she informed me like, you know, well, you know, Deanna, you're, you're such a confident person. It makes sense that you want to do things for you and on your own and, and in your own interest. And it kind of stopped me a little bit. Like, I mean, it stopped me enough so that I actually remember this conversation, you know, months down the line. The conversation itself was pretty irrelevant to the topic. It was the fact that she used that word, Deanna, you're such a confident person. I think that was the first time in my entire life that anyone had ever said that to me that anyone really used that word to describe me and, and my actions and how I hold myself. I was really, I honestly, I was taken back. Um, and I remember it like it, it, it really did hit me. And I kind of started to think like me, you know, confident. What? Since when, when did I get there? Was it yesterday? Was it like, I, I just had no idea. I was very shocked to hear that anyone really perceived me as such considering I didn't perceive myself as a confident individual. And there was really nothing that I was doing differently throughout, you know, the last bunch of years that now someone would be like, well, you're such a confident person. Like I, I was very taken back by it. So it, it did kind of force me to think back and reflect on, you know, where I've been and try to almost essentially pinpoint like when did that happen when did I become that bitch who was like oh you know I'm confident I do this I do what I want and what's good for me and I hold my ground like that was just so not me and like I said it was kind of cool and this is why I wanted to do this show in this episode is because I think anybody can do that I think anybody is more than capable of creating you know what they want to be and I think that's honestly little tangent here, but I think that's what draws me so heavily to health and fitness in general is because you quite literally have 100% control over exactly how you look and feel. Like that's pretty fucking dope. That is pretty freaking cool to be able to understand that, to be able to use that and then use it as your power to establish a life, a body, a, a person that you want to be like, that's freaking insane. And in all honesty, I think confidence is no different. So if you're out there like, oh, I'll just, I've never been a confident person. Yeah. Well, guess what? Me either. And here we are standing today talking about my confidence journey. So we can all get there. If I can get there, you can get there 100%. So it forced me to think, like I said, when when did I get there? When did I become confident? What changed? Like, was, was there something I did? Was it a conversation I had? And it, it made me really think back to primarily like high school and college too as well. I mean, I think anyone can relate, girls especially, like, through the high school years, you're doing what everyone else is doing for the most part, right? You're following the crowd. You're doing what's cool. You're doing what the popular kids are doing. You're following the fashion trends that everyone else is. You're not really doing anything stand out. You're not really doing anything for you or your opinion. For, I mean, at least in my shoes, this is kind of how I planted myself was like, do the status quo, do what everyone else is doing. Um, of course I had like, you know, gymnastics and athletics and things that were a little bit outside of the norm, but as far as, you know, physical, appearance as far as, you know, day to day and personality and what my interests were. A lot of that was kind of just like the norm, what everyone else was doing. Um, especially in high school, like you don't want to be an outsider. You don't want to be an outcast. You don't want to be, you know, oh, she's so different. Like, hell no. You think that brings confidence on anyone thinking that people think you're different or you're weird or like even unintentionally, like that's just, I think anyone can admit, you know, age 13 to 16, 17, 18, like you just want to fit in. That's really the main goal. And for me, that kind of rolled right into college as well. Being on, you know, a gymnastics team in college, I was then continually, you know, surrounded by a pretty close group of girls. 
And even, you know, unintentionally, like you just want to fit in, you want to be accepted, you want to be liked. And a lot of that, at least for me, was being like a big yes girl, like whatever anyone else wanted to do. Yep. Yep. That's good. Yep. That's fine. Plans are this cool. Yeah. Hey, do you want to? Yep. Like it just, I mean, and that's to my fault too. It was just, that's kind of my personality is kind of go with the flow. I don't really cause any ripples in in the waters or any, you know, change in plans. I I do what's easy and what's good. And most times that's completely fine. Um, It really wasn't until college that that started to more so become an issue. Um, Just so in a sense of like, I never really felt like I was doing what I wanted or doing what made me happy. And it started to kind of, you know, downward cascade a, a bunch of other things. But I mean, bottom line is for for as long as I can remember, high school, college, even middle school, like I, I struggled with it. I was confident in areas that I knew for a fact I was good at, aka gymnastics, like in the gym. You know, I was confident in my abilities. Why? Because I knew I was good. It was very black and white. Like either A, you can do these things, these skills, or B, you cannot. <laughs> I luckily was in the A category. Cool. I can do these things. You got to have some sort of confidence to be willing to flip your body upside down in the air and, you know, put your life at risk every day doing this crap. Like, yeah, I had some confidence in my ability to land my skills and do what I had to do. But when it came to facing my peers or having a conversation, like, yeah, struggled with eye contact. Honestly, guys, I, I still kind of do. I don't know. I guess most of you don't know me in person, but I still kind of do struggle with eye contact and just especially with people who are, you know, slightly above me, whether that's like in age, in career, in status. I I don't know. That's still a big thing that I struggle with is like, you know, staring someone dead in the eyes and like looking at them and letting them more so look at you. That's freaking intimidating. It still is. But regardless of the fact, like growing up when I was younger, that was never me. I was just kind of going with the flow. Even coaches through gymnastics, when they were like trying to compliment me, I like couldn't really like accept. I don't know. I just, I lacked a lot of it. And I never really realized that I lacked any of this until I can look back and reflect on the me then versus the me now. And it's not so much that I lacked it. It's more so that I just gained a lot of it now. So that I'm able to look back and be like, what the, like, why did you never say anything? Why did you never stand up? Why did you never, you know, whatever. So yeah, high school was a a lot of just going with the flow, doing what everyone else did, trying to fit in, trying to be like cool and popular and, you know, whatever. And that's all fine and good. But, you know, at the age of 16, 17, doesn't really make a difference. Start to get into college and then the real world and then life and careers and relationships. I mean, you need to be able to be your own advocate. You need to be able to stand up for yourself. And a lot of that comes from having confidence in what you're standing up for and having the confidence to back whatever it is uh, that you're saying. Um, so fast forward a little bit, we, we've got college and this was looking back like I, <laughs> college athletics, oof, I could talk about college athletics for, I don't know, 15 to 16 hours. You think I should do that guys? What do you think? Next episode? Uh, no, college was again, uh, surrounded by a, a team of girls. Um, which I was very lucky to be a part of because the University of Maryland is a huge school. It's like 45,000 students or something crazy like that. So to go into that not knowing anyone would have been a nightmare. Um, But to go into it only knowing a group of 15 girls is also a little bit of a nightmare, right? I didn't really know anyone. I knew of them. I met them once or twice and it was like, hey, these are now your besties. You know, you're living with these girls. You are going to practice with these girls. I had class with a lot of these girls. And again, very lucky for me, they were all freaking amazing. I I have not a bad thing to say about a single teammate that I was ever with, but bottom line is not a lot of them had the same interests that I did. 
um, particularly like going out, you know, drinking all the time, doing this, doing the whole social scene. Of course, when you first get to college, like by all means, yes. But going back to kind of where I was in high school, like that big yes girl, like, oh, we're going out. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Like I was exhausted. I didn't feel good. I knew I needed to stay up and finish an assignment. I just basically wore myself thin trying to pretend to be something that I necessarily wasn't. Not that it was far off or anything. It just got to a point where I just kept saying yes. And I was tired and I was up late and I was falling behind on this and, you know, wanting to eat healthy, wanting to work out, wanting to do all these things that, you know, people (laughs) didn't do right? Like my teammates weren't wanting to go work out on our days off. Me, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go like on a run. It's so nice out. And they're like, you're going to do what? Why would you do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Like whatever I needed to do to cause the least amount of friction was the route that I took always, no matter how much that was the polar opposite of what I actually wanted to be doing. So when it came to I don't know, going out to eat. Like everyone's like, oh, we're going out to eat on Friday, this, that, whatever. Like my, me, myself, how I've always been, I'm a healthy eater. Like not, not because I force myself to be, but because I genuinely like those types of food better. Like they just taste better. So when we're all going out to eat and one of my teammates is ordering a burger and I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to order like the fish, this, that, whatever. Oh my God, you're going to get that. You're so healthy. It's annoying. And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll just get the burger too. Right. Least amount of friction. And you guys are probably like, why does this have anything to do with confidence? But if you've been in this boat, you've been in these shoes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you don't have the voice to say anything different. And maybe you are a little intimidated by the people around you and you, it's, it's less about those people and more about your inability to present yourself in a, this is what I'm doing type of manner. And I know that sounds a little pushy and a little aggressive, but I mean, when it comes to ordering what the hell you want to order at a restaurant, yeah you should be able to do what you want to do and you should be able to stand up for that. Um, So it's just simple things like this that started to kind of add up. And uh, I spent, you know, three years in college, just yes, guy, yes, guy, yes, this, that, that. And it was exhausting. Um, Another thing that kind of comes to mind with that and just being a little different and and needing to be able to stand up for myself is where I learned it a little bit. Um, We used to travel for meets all the time, right? We would have a a gymnastics meet on Saturday in, I don't know, West Virginia. So we would fly to West Virginia. We'd get there Thursday or Friday. We'd have a good day or so of kind of doing pretty much nothing before we competed on Saturday so that we could be, you know, well-rested, feeling good, X, Y, Z. Awesome. Me, personally, can't sit still, can't do nothing, can't, you know, sit on a flight and in the airport for eight hours and not move my body like I'm starting to freak out over here. And I started to realize and recognize that I perform better. I compete better. I'm a better gymnast when I move my body a little bit, you know, the night before. And so what I started to do when we would stay in these hotels, you know, Friday night with a meet later on the day, Saturday, I would get there Friday. I would go stretch a little bit in the hotel room or in the hotel gym. I would maybe walk on the treadmill a little bit, do some abs, just get like a little bit of a sweat going to like move my body. I got so much shit for this. Not because I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know why I got so much shit for this, but for the longest time, I would like wait until like none of my roommates were like in the room or they were like going to grab snacks or they were doing this. And I would like sneak out and like put my sneakers on quick and like run to like the hotel gym. 
not because I was a lunatic and I'm like, I need to work out. It was just, I knew that's what made me feel better. And I was able to compete better the next day. Like, and in my opinion, now looking back, like, why the hell should I have to defend that? That seems pretty logical to me. But in the moment, like, God forbid, somebody came up and was like, where are you going? I literally would have lied straight through my teeth and be like, oh, I'm just looking for the vending machine as I'm in like full sneakers, shorts, like the whole thing. And I would have turned around and gone back to my room. Like I just didn't have any confidence to be like, oh, I'm going to go get a little bit of a workout in before tomorrow. Because if somebody had questioned that, like why? I would have been like, oh, I don't know. I just have to like, I just, there was no confidence there. There was no ability to stand up for what I wanted to do and what I thought was right. And bottom line is that started to take a pretty big toll on me when I was constantly doing things for other people and constantly doing things to please other people and never ever looking inward and being like, why am I doing that? Why can't I stand up for myself? Um, and that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other story. But I mean, I just, I no, I had no idea in the moment, not a clue. Like I, I just, I felt like I was never really fully present in anything that was going on, whether that was like team bonding or like nights in those hotels when everyone's like staying up late and doing this and whatever it was like, I think it, a lot of it was because and nothing to do with anyone else. I just never really let anyone know what I would have liked to do and what would have made me feel good or me feel comfortable. And that just tore down my confidence even more, kind of proving to myself like, yeah, you're right. right? Like you, You're below these people. You're below these things. You don't, you don't have the ability to stand up for you and do what you want to do. So, I mean, that's a brief summary. And I talked about this way longer than I thought I was going to, but bottom line is exactly that. So if you're a big yes guy or you're pleasing other people or more so can't really figure out, you know, why you're not able to say like, oh, actually, I'd rather do this and like stay firm to that and stay true to that. Like I was right there too. I, and honestly, I still struggle with this quite a bit and just, especially in crowds of other people, other girls, like whatever. Um, but you're not alone in that a hundred percent. Okay, so fast forward three years since graduating, and I mean, I can wholeheartedly stand here and be like, I am a completely different person, completely different person than I was, you know, walking into my freshman year of college, than I was sophomore year, you know, trying to figure out my life, than I was when I graduated even. I mean, I am totally different. I'm a different person chasing dreams that really I couldn't care less if others believed in, and I have absolutely not a care in the world what others want me to be doing. I don't care. I don't care. Does that sound selfish? Yeah, absolutely. Should it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally okay with the fact that I couldn't care less about what others want me to be doing or what others think I should be doing or the route that I don't care. I don't care. This is my life. This is my, you know, future. This is my career. This is my day to day. And I will I refuse to let anyone else stand in the way of what I would like to do. Even if it's as simple as I want to go sit my butt on the beach today. Like, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go sit my butt on the beach. If I'm like, oh, I want to have cookies for breakfast. I'm going to have freaking cookies for breakfast. I don't know anyone. I don't owe anyone an explanation as to why I want to do the things I want to do. And of course, that sounds selfish. I'm being a little bit blunt right now, but you guys get the point. Like, so what changed, right? What caused, you know, the old Deanna to transform into this one? What caused the me who would have, you know, rolled over and let someone step all over me versus the new one now? And I, I'm being dramatic in the past too. I mean, I, I, I'm, I think everyone goes through shit 
I really do. And I think that a lot of times if you don't learn and grow from it, then it happened for no reason. So this is me forcing myself to learn and grow from it. And I'm very proud, like I said, of the person that I am today and the confidence that I do have in myself, in my abilities, in my future, in my success. I know I've got me. Like I got this. I know wholeheartedly 100% to a freaking T, I will accomplish whatever it is I set out to accomplish. This episode hopefully dives a little deeper into why I was able to get there. So when thinking about what caused, you know, that transformation, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to come up with, right? It's not like, oh, you know, I did this, boom, done. Like I wish, right? There's nothing in life that is that simple. It's pretty obvious. But when thinking about it, I came up with a few things. So I wanted to share those things with you guys because I think in any regard, a lot of these can apply to you in whatever situation that you are in. Or maybe you are the me that I was a couple years ago. And you're like, fuck, dude, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I'm not happy. I'm not standing up for myself. I don't have any confidence. I don't I don't feel like I can be the person I want to be, right? Like, So when, when thinking about this, for me at least, um, one of those things was pursuing a career that I am so incredibly passionate about and that I absolutely thrive in. That is health and fitness. Hello. Hi. That is why you guys are all here. Like, again, if you had told me three years ago when I graduated that I would be doing what I'm doing, I would have left. I was on a fast track paced, you know, course. I graduated my undergrad in three years with a degree in kinesiology with the pre-PA track, meaning I was going off to PA school you know, a good three years, you know, sign my name, sign me up. I will pretty much be a robot learning as much as I need to in medical field to basically become, you know, almost a doctor at that point. And that's what I was doing. Um, That's what everyone wanted me to do. That's what sounded smart. That's what sounded safe. That's what sounded, you know, beneficial financially. It was like that. That's what I'm doing. You know, I don't, I think making the switch, it just added your, hear me out. Your confidence is like a bank account. Every decision that you make for yourself, for your future, for what you want to do, however big or small, it's like a deposit into that bank account, right? Doing something small like saying, nah, I don't want to get tacos. I'd rather get pizza. That's a pretty small deposit, a deposit nonetheless, but again, standing up for yourself and building that confidence in you, doing things like changing your entire career path to a field, a career, a you know passion that you want to pursue. That's a pretty big deposit. So making that switch for me at first, although everyone around me like kind of looked at me funny and kind of was like, wow, you know, you did all these great things and you had such a high GPA, like you're going to be a personal trainer. Like when I first started a few years ago, everyone kind of looked at me and that hurt and that was hard, but it was again, a deposit towards my confidence of I'm going to stand here. I'm going to stand firm and this is what I want to be doing. So that was one of the things. Another thing that I think kind of really helped with shaping the old me into the new me um, is just diving a little deeper into what I like and what makes me feel good Um, and being okay with those things. Like, hey, I feel really good waking up at 6 a.m. and getting a workout in. Simple as that. I don't really care if that sounds crazy to you, right? Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you are. Maybe you're like, yes, I love that feeling. Like, if that's you, girl, like, we're on the same page. But if that's not you, like, that's fine. I don't, that's, that's okay. Maybe your thing is not working out at all. That's cool. You do you, I'm going to do me. And I think having more of that understanding of what I truly like and what makes me feel good and understanding that I feel better with a good night's sleep on a Friday night and crushing my workout Saturday morning than I ever would going out Friday night, drinking all hours of the night and waking up hungover Saturday. Like to me, that doesn't make me feel good. Did I used to say yes to those things all of the time? Yeah. Because, you know, you're you're 21, D, go out. That's what you should be doing. I'm like, okay, feel like shit. 
feel upset. Why do I feel upset? Oh, because I'm not doing the things that I want to do. And I'm not doing the things that make me feel good because for whatever reason, they don't make sense to the people that I'm surrounded by. So again, diving deeper into what you like, what makes you feel good. If it's, you know, waking up early and get a workout in, if it's, I don't know, driving around for hours, listening to music, like whatever makes you feel good, go do that thing. And you don't owe that explanation to anyone. Okay. And last but not least, and this one's the most important, like above all, building up that confidence really, really came from simply just following through on the promises that I make to myself and then continuing to show up as the girl I want to be like every day. Not the one I currently feel like for that day, but the one I want to be every day. The one who, you know, the Deanna six years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, like what is she doing? What does she feel like? What does she have? What does she look like? Like go be her for this day. And I know that sounds probably pretty cliche and you've seen that, you know, on Pinterest somewhere, but it could not be more true. Like maybe the Deanna in this moment wants cookies and to sleep in and to lay in bed, but the future me will be super thankful that I got my butt up out of bed, got my workout done early, chose a healthy meal to refuel myself, and now I can show up with a whole lot more energy for my day, mentally and physically. Okay, do you see the difference there? It's it's following through on what you want most. And that kind of goes off of number two and figuring out what the heck that is. What do you want? What do you want most? What what do what does the you in five years want? And, and you don't have to know that exactly, but you have to know what direction that is. I think we all do. Whether that's a financial goal, a career goal, a relationship goal, maybe you want to own a yacht and you want to be, I don't know, whatever your goal is, like you got to know that where you're currently at is not there yet. So doing what you need to do, making those promises to do it and following through on that, that builds confidence more than anything else. That is the biggest deposit you can put into your confidence bank account. That I, that, that That's my advice right there. Okay, like, and, and it really does come down to that. I know that's not a super tangible piece of advice. Um, I'm going to try to get into that a little bit. But bottom line is that you have to follow through on the shit you say you're going to do. It's quite literally that simple. You say you're waking up, you're going to the gym, wake up and go to the gym. If you say you're going to stop ordering freaking Uber Eats and Grubhub because it's that, 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 this and that and the other thing, then stop ordering Uber Eats and Grubhub. If you say you're going to start living a healthier lifestyle, you say you're going to start going to the gym, you say you're going to start whatever, like stop saying the shit and start doing the shit. There is no more, there's no amount of confidence that can be built from breaking the promises you make to yourself every single day. That doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. That doesn't make you feel good. And who the hell, how are you going to be confident in yourself and what you can do and what you're capable of if you can't even follow through on one simple promise you made? Think about that. Like, it's not so much that I started doing, you know, affirmations or or looking at myself in the mirror and and repeating, like, I am confident. I am a confident person. Like, to be honest, guys, like, I never done that, nor do I really ever plan to. I just don't. Does it work for some people? I'm sure. Yeah. I, I will never bash on that. And if that's you and it's worked, I fucking love that for you. What's worked for me is just owning my shit and knowing that I'm the only one who's in control of what the hell I want and whether or not I'm going to go get it. And taking back a little bit of that power, like you should feel confident in yourself. And if you're not there yet, that's fine. That's why it's important to have these conversations and to learn this too is to make a difference. And it starts small. If you say you're waking up at 6 a.m. and you're going to do your morning routine before you head into the office, wake up at 6 a.m. and do your morning routine. 
If you say you're going to bring your water bottle to work and drink a little bit more water, get a little hydrated today, go do that. Like stop saying these things and then recognizing at the end of the day that you fell short and then you feel shitty and I said I was going to do it yesterday. Like that's not a good feeling. I want to feel good every day. I want to go to sleep at the end of the night knowing I did everything I set out to do. I did it to the best of my ability and I have an exact plan of what the fuck I'm going to do tomorrow. That's the way you build confidence. Hey, I did this. I said I was going to do this. I did it. What am I doing tomorrow? Oh, it's tomorrow. I'm going to do this. I did it. What do we do the next day? And building on that momentum. Like I, I really do. Like, my confidence, it's just become kind of like, I don't know what the right word is, but kind of just like a byproduct of the pride I have in myself and everything that I have accomplished, right? Like it, it's kind of just, that's what happened because of it. I started following through on my commitments. I started making more commitments. I started setting goals. I started achieving those goals. And then when I achieve those goals, I create new goals. Like none of that can happen if at the very basic fundamental level, you're not even following through on the shit you said you're going to do. So that should be everyone's step one to building confidence. D's plan to build confidence. Follow through on your shit. Step number one. Step number two, do step number one again. And continue doing that until you've built up enough success where you are super proud of yourself. And you can stand tall. You can lift your chin up. You can look that person in the eyes with direct eye contact and say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what's going to get done. Boom. Like it really is just a reflection of the pride that you have in yourself. Like how can you not be confident in you? How can you not just radiate confidence when you're so impressed with what you've accomplished? Think about that. Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, if you know how many freaking amazing things you have done and you can hash off at the top of your head five things today that are just, you're so fucking proud of, you think you're going to walk around with your head down and kind of like, you know, be in the shadow and like kind of be timid? No, you're going to be so proud. You're going to be so confident. You're going to be so impressed with everything that you're able to do that you want to just shout that from the freaking rooftop. And of course, that's not going to happen every day. Every day is not going to be your best day. But if you start showing up and building that success and putting those deposits in that bank account, like it's going to start overflowing and you're going to have no choice but to hold your head high and continue to show up with even more confidence than the day before. So it, it, to me, like it's a lot less about, you know, fake it till you make it and, and writing down affirmations every morning. And it's a lot more about just having a fuck ton of pride in the shit you do every day. Right. And again, that's not anything, you know, negative towards affirmations, not anything negative towards, you know, journaling things out or, or whatever, whatever works for you. Like I'm sharing what works for me and this is what's worked for me. And to be honest, building up enough shit that you're that proud of yourself for, that's a lot harder <laughs> because in order to have that pride, you have to show up and you got to do the shit. And that's hard. And that's a lot, to me, that's a lot harder than any other, you know, Google how to build confidence. It's going to tell you to do whatever it's going to tell you to do. Like that's all fine and good. I don't know if that's going to work. I can't speak to that personally. I've never done it, but it, it's hard to be proud of yourself for things you haven't done. And if you know you haven't done them, that's up to you to do them, to change that, to change the pattern and to spin things around so that you are able to break that cycle that you put yourself in and you can start showing up as the person that you want to be. So where does health and fitness fit into all this? You guys knew it was coming. This is a health and fitness podcast. It had to be thrown in there somewhere. Yes, you're absolutely right. I think a lot of the confidence that I have built um, came from just simply taking care of myself. 
right? Taking care of myself in the health and fitness space and just being able to, you know, fuel my body and do what I need to do to feel good physically. Hell yeah, that helps feel good mentally. Like it's a getting to the gym, right? Positive endorphins. You got positive chemicals. You got good things happening. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. Great. Doing that, you know, figuring out my workouts, doing all the research, figuring out what to do and how to do it and, you know, failing and making mistakes and then learning and growing and doing things right. And just being able to walk myself through all of that and basically learn from scratch to figure all that out. Like, I'm pretty proud of that. Like, that that's pretty fucking cool. And I'm, I'm very, very proud of myself for all of the success that I have had. I mean, the tiny bit that I have, I've, I've got years and years to come and I can't be more excited for that. But like, I, it's a cool feeling to know that you can feel proud of yourself for shit when you know, you've only scratched the surface and you're like, Ooh, I got, I got big things coming. I got more where that came from. And it really comes down to putting in that work month after month until, you know, until you get to a point where you're like, Holy shit, this is working. And then guess what? You keep doing it and you do it again. And then you do it again and again and again. You keep doing that until, I don't know, forever as far as I'm concerned. Like it, it stems from doing confidence in general. It stems from doing the hard shit you don't want to do. It really does. When you don't want to do something, that's when you should do it first. When you would rather do anything else but that one thing and you find yourself procrastinating and adding in all these extra little tasks in order to just go do that one thing. That's it. Even if it's cleaning your room, that's what you don't want to do when you're doing this and now you're in the kitchen and then you're cooking up there. Go clean your room. Just go clean your room because as soon as your room is clean, I guarantee you're going to have a whole weight off of your shoulders and you're going to feel so much better. Why? You just followed through on the promise you made to yourself that you were going to clean your room today. Okay? Like it's so simple. This concept applies everywhere. I've learned it the most in health and fitness. Why? Because health and fitness is basically my life. But this concept applies to confidence in anything. So, and then when it comes to like stand up for yourself and stand on your own two feet and whatever, you know, that social situation is or whatever it is, like you can confidently say and think to yourself, wow, I've done so much harder shit. This is a no brainer. And you can stand on that and you can stay firm. In that. Here, here's an example. Here's an example. This used to have me all the time. Like it's a lot easier to say no to another round of drinks when you're out with friends to than it is to show up at the gym at 6 a.m. for a leg day after a rough night or a long shift or no sleep. Like, but you went to the gym and you showed up anyway, right? Like you did that. You made the hard choice anyway, right? You felt good after that, right? Okay. Then you can definitely say no to your friends when they want to get another round of drinks and you're exhausted and you're tired and you're drained. Just say no. That's a very easy decision to make considering the decision to get to the gym at 6 a.m. for a leg day on no night of sleep was a lot harder and you managed that. So it, it applies everywhere. And how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you can keep and make promises to yourself in your health and fitness journey, then you can keep and make promises to yourself out in other situations. So to sum it up in, in three, three easy steps, so you can walk out of this episode with, like I said, a little bit of tangible feedback because I have a very bad habit of just giving you my thoughts and that's why I created a podcast so I can just ramble on and on, but to actually give you some tangible steps and feedback um, in order to start kind of applying all of my thoughts, experiences, everything into your own life. Uh, step number one, keep the promises you make to yourself no matter what. I think I've said that about 65 times in the last 20 minutes, so do it. Keep the promises you make to yourself no matter what. Step number two, 
do hard shit. Do the hard shit. Stop taking the easy way out. Stop looking for excuses. Stop looking how to navigate. If I push this around to do that instead, just do the hard shit. Do the shit you don't want to do. Do it. Step number three, be okay with feeling like the outsider. You build so much confidence in yourself when you stay true to who you are, what you like, what you enjoy, and you're standing out in isolation alone in that, right? That builds up a lot of confidence and it's it's a good place to be. It's a hard place to be, but it's a place that I think is kind of necessary in order to figure out truly who you are, what you want, what you like, enjoy, and you know, who your people are as well. Um, and that and that's it. Like there's, there's, and to go off of that too, there's a good chance that the people that you're around don't have the same goals as you. Maybe they are not on, you know, a health and fitness journey. Maybe they're in a different career or they have different ambitions. They have whatever, like their five, 10 year plan looks a hell of a lot different than yours. And that's fine. They don't have to feel the same way, think the same way. That's totally okay. But like, guess what? You're going to have to stand even firmer and even more so out in isolation in situations then when those individuals start making decisions for what they want. And you're like, ooh, that's not what I want. How do I navigate? Just say the shit that you got to say. Do the shit you got to do. You're going to feel awkward. You're going to immediately want to revert back on your decision and crawl back to to that comfort zone. And and it's going to be hard. But what happens, right? Go back to number two, do hard shit. You've done hard shit before. You can do it again. And the only way to build confidence in yourself and your abilities is to stand out of your comfort zone, doing the things that you don't necessarily want to do, but know will pay off and following through on those promises. Okay. So doing those things, I can promise you, it's not going to happen overnight, right? You don't make one decision to not go out with friends because it's not really what you want to do. And then all of a sudden you're like, I am one confident ass bitch. Like, look at me go. It doesn't happen like that. But I guarantee after weeks and months and, you know, a good amount of time making those decisions and figuring out what the hell you want and doing that. Yeah. You're going to build your confidence. It's what worked for me. It's what I'm going to continue to do. And I can only imagine, you know, 10 years down the line when I have even more successes, I have more to be proud of. And I, again, I feel like I've only scratched the surface of what I want to accomplish in life. Like, woo, I want to be at one confident ass bitch 10, 15 years from now. And I'm so excited for it. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of shit that I'm not the person that I was, you know, five years ago and, and whatever it may be. But like, we got this guys. And I'm saying we, cause we are in this together. I am nowhere near where I need to be from a confidence perspective as well. But I'm learning how to hang my head high. I'm learning to hold that motherfucking eye contact, okay, with whoever it is that intimidates you. And if you needed to hear it, just remind yourself, like, you've got nothing to lose, really. You really don't. you got nothing to lose. And it's time to be a boss-ass bitch.